Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Soaking Up Sunshine podcast. So you may or may not know, but right now I am actually testing out the video component. So hopefully it works out. I don't know. I've never done this before, but I'm trying at least. So yeah, um, in today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about ego and how to erase your ego. But as we usually do, before we start, I'm going to talk about what brings me sunshine or what has brought me sunshine. So I have it all in my little notebook right here. Um, you see it on the video. You can see what my notebook looks like. <laughs> it's really cute. But the first thing that has that I wrote down that brought me sunshine is that summer is approaching. I love summer, especially all of the sunshine in the summer. It's my favorite, one of my favorite seasons. I don't know if I actually have a favorite season. I like each one of them separately for different reasons, so I don't really know which one I like the best. But I love summer. I love the beach, the pool, just being in the sun, walking around, whatever. I love it, so I'm excited. Another thing is that my screen time has been significantly lower. And I'm not saying that it's low, but it's definitely lower than usual. Um, my screen time's not good. Especially, I think the good part though is that my social media screen time is lower. I set a uh, screen limit for an hour and 45 minutes for both Instagram and Snapchat combined. And I've been pretty good with that, so hopefully I keep doing that. I haven't even been on my phone once today, and it's 12.32 p.m., so that's a good sign. Another thing I wrote down, um, I wrote this uh, yesterday, actually, but another thing I wrote down was that I got fruit mentos. So, I mean, it could literally be such a little thing. Like, it could literally be that your earrings are bringing you sunshine. Like, it doesn't have to be any, like, big old thing. Oh, also, last thing, I got a large matcha from Dunkin' for free, well, kind of for free, I got it, I had to pay, like, the additional however much for cold foam and for the vanilla, but it ended up being, like, 70 cents or something, maybe less, or maybe more, I don't remember, but it was cheap, that's what I'm trying to say. So, now let's get into what we will be talking about today, which is ego. Alrighty, so what is ego, you may be asking. I know from pretty much my whole life, I've heard the word ego, and for the majority of my life, I had absolutely no idea what that meant. I would just kind of say it and be like, oh, you have a big ego, without having any idea what that means, like anything like that. And basically what ego is, is it is how you feel about yourself. It's how important you perceive yourself to be or how important you think you are. And a lot of times when you say or when someone has a big ego, it also is synonymous with being self-centered or being cocky or conceited, things like that. Big like ego is has a lot of different kind of similar words to it. That's how it helps me the best because I know what like conceited means. I know what self-centered means. So knowing that that's very similar to ego helps, at least for me. So maybe it helps you too. I don't know. Um, but I want to talk about some of the negative things that ego presents with it. Because having a big ego isn't really a good thing. Um, I mean, to me it isn't, but, you know, it's. I think it's more of a universally negative thing than anything. But basically, 
some of the negatives, one of them is that you can become jealous and begin to compare yourself to other people a lot more just because you're thinking about yourself a lot and thinking about who you are and your characteristics and traits and physical traits. So you're comparing that to what you see in other people because that's what you're constantly thinking about. Um, it also can lessen how unique you are and how individual you are because if you have a really big ego, you might that person might want to fit in with what's acceptable and what they think would make them the best person that is liked by everybody. The last thing that I wrote is it can pull you away from others. And what I mean by this is a lot of times when somebody has a big ego, they kind of view life as a competition. They want to be the best. They want to be on top of others and work to be more liked than like anybody. And a lot of times this thought process can just pull you away from other people. It can turn the relationships into in, in um, this person's life into competitions rather than loving relationships. So those are the negative impacts that ego can play on a person, which is kind of why I want to give advice on how to step away from that and how to not have so much ego and yeah, I mean, I've had ego. I mean, I think a lot of people have. It's one. It's a pretty common thing, whether it's a lot, like a really high, high, high ego, or if it's kind of more of a low, moderate level. I think it's a pretty universal feeling and experience for most people. But one of the first step that I have for how to get rid of it, again, it's in my journal, is take responsibility for your actions. A lot of people with high, with big egos don't even really understand that what they're doing is wrong because when somebody thinks that they're the best and thinks that they are better than other people, then a lot of times their mistakes to them may not seem like a big deal at all because, oh, just one little mistake, like it doesn't mean anything. I, I'm a good person, so one little thing doesn't matter at all and a lot of times that can get you into a tricky situation um if that's kind of a way of viewing things then it might also seem like the person with the big ego is saying well your hurt doesn't matter as much as mine like if i hurt your feelings like oh well and that's not really the best way to like handle situations like if you hurt someone's feelings and you acknowledge and you're like, well, yeah, I probably hurt those feel- their feelings, that's not, that's a good thing to do. It's a good thing to notice that and realize like, oh, I probably shouldn't do that or even apologize for that. Like, I probably should apologize for that because um, that's not very nice to hurt someone's feelings. So it's really good to be able to take responsibility for your actions and to acknowledge that you are not the only important person in the world. There's other people too. And everyone's important in their own way. Everyone's different and unique and has different important attributes to them. So the next thing, this is one of, maybe I should say this one for the end because it's a really, really good one and I will go a lot into it. Yeah, I'll say that one for the end. Next one is you don't always have to be right. Oh my goodness. This one has completely changed my life. Like, I'm not kidding you. I 
in the past have needed to be right in every situation, whether I was wrong or not. Like I could have been wrong and I could have made people think I was right and made myself be right. Like I was like, well, even if I'm not right, I am. Like that's kind of how I would look at life. And sometimes it's a little funny. Sometimes it's like, oh, like, haha you know, whatever. And sometimes you can't even argue for your point, obviously. Like, you can defend yourself, argue for your point, whatever the case may be. But we're not always right. That's just cold, hard truth. We are not. There are a lot of situations where I was not right and I still tried to plead my case. And I knew, in the back of my head, I knew I'm not right right now. Like, I'm wrong. I'm incorrect. And realizing that I don't always have to be right it saved me so much time and so much energy. Like, I could have been wrong. Like, now at this point, if I'm wrong about something, I'll be like, oh, I was wrong about that. And before, that bruised my ego pretty dang bad. That made me be like, oh, well, I don't want to admit that I'm wrong because I'm never wrong. And I don't want to admit that I can do better because I'm the best that I can be. And that's just not true. It's not true. We're always growing, we're always learning, and admitting that you're wrong is so wonderful, especially if you did something to somebody else. Admitting that you did that, or, and like I said before, taking responsibility for that is a very, very good thing to do. It makes you a good person. It makes you a better person. If you haven't done that in the past and you start doing it now, it makes you a better person, absolutely for sure. Um, the next tip is... You don't always have to explain yourself. And I don't, let me explain this. Oh, I'm explaining myself right now. So <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. That was coincidental. But what I mean by this is not like if you hurt somebody's feelings and you're like, oh, well, I don't have to explain myself. No, that I think you probably should explain. Like, oh, this is why I behaved in this way. Take responsibility, admit that you're wrong. All those, they all combine together. What I mean is, if you are, hmm, let me try to think. If someone, I probably have to think of an example right now. If someone is like, oh, like, why do you drink water that way? You could, ins you could be like, well, that's just how I drink water. Like, everybody drinks water differently. Or you could be like, this is the right way to drink water. And you need to drink water this way. And this is why. And... And my way is always better than your way, and blah, blah, blah. Those are two different ways that you can approach the situation. Either one, you acknowledge that people think things differently, or two, you can force everybody to think the same way that you do. And when you force everybody to think the same way that you do, it might make other people think that you personally believe that your way is the best way, and your way is the only way, and other people are doing things wrong. And a lot of the big situation with ego is that people with high egos, people with a lot of ego think that it's their way or the highway. And it's either people agree with them or like they're wrong. And that's just not true at all. Everybody thinks differently. Everybody has different ways to approach situations. Pretty much nothing is ever really black and white. Um, you can't say this is one way to do it. And this is the wrong way to do it. This is the right way and this is the wrong way. Things are so different. Things are so unique that it's really almost impossible to say like my way is better than your way because everybody functions in such a different way unless it's like very clear like 
this is how you build a ladder and this is how you do not build a ladder like maybe that's a little different but I'm talking more so like the way you do things like drinking water or I don't know like the way you talk maybe someone's like oh you're loud and you're like well I don't know I'm trying to think of different examples I feel like that's a really good one is the drinking water one but hopefully that helps put into perspective a little bit more about ego um my last tip and arguably the most important to me, and this is the one that I was gonna say before, but I was like, no, I'm gonna save this. This, I can make a whole episode about. I am very passionate about it. Let me just get into it, okay. Don't look towards others for validation. And I can go on and on about this, especially because I have gotten to the point in my life where I don't really do that anymore. And so I'm proud of myself and I want to talk about it. If you don't know what that means, looking for others for validation, it kind of means that you behave in a certain way that will get other people to like you. You will do certain things, post certain things on social media, or say certain things when you're with a group of friends, or wear certain clothes, because you want other people to like you. And with ego what people with a lot of ego want is for everyone to like them. They want to think that they're the best person in the world and that every single person in the entire world likes them. And when you think that way and when you want to accomplish that, looking for others for validation can literally just like be impossible because you want so many people to like you, but you're but like you want so many people to like you, so you have to do so many different things because you can walk into a room of 10 people and three people are already not going to like you and you have no explanation, you have no reason, they just don't like you. And when someone with a big ego realizes that, it's like, oh wow, like I suck. I suck. I'm a horrible person. Why do these people not like me? Maybe there's something wrong with them or whatever the case may be. When in reality, that's life. That's literally life. Like, there's going to be people that don't like you. And when you constantly live your life based on if people like you or not, or trying to get every single person to like you, it's never going to happen. And you're never going to accomplish that goal because it's just not going to happen. That's why instead of trying to fit in to a group of people that you like and that you feel like are fun and, and maybe they just don't like you, instead of doing that, Go find the people that you already fit in with and you don't have to change yourself for. Because when we have big ego and when we think that everyone has to like us, it has a lot to do with changing ourselves. It has a lot to do with needing to fit into what other people think that we should be or what other people think we should do. And that is just not, that to me is not the, the happy way to live life. Like, you will never, ever satisfy every single person that you meet. It just won't happen. You can try so hard. You can be the biggest people pleaser. You can change every single thing about yourself to fit in with people. And maybe those people are like, oh, wow, this person's really trying to fit in with me. I don't like them. Like, I don't like the inauthenticity. They're not being unique. They're not authentic on, well, authentic to themselves. And maybe that's the reason they don't like you because of... And I'm not saying, like, it's good like not to be liked or that it's like fun it's not fun I've had my fair share of trying to find different friend groups and realizing oh wow these people are just not really 
my friends. Like these people are not the people that I should be hanging out with and putting my energy into because at the end of the day, I could fit in so much better with another group of people and I don't have to force myself into this group. I just find another. And I've done that recently. I've done that recently where I was in a group of friends and I got to the point where I was like, hmm, like, am I behaving the way I want to behave? Am I the person that I want to be? Am I proud of myself? And I asked myself those questions and I was like, no, I'm not. And these people don't have to like me. They're just not my people. And that's okay. You can still like be acquaintances, but you know, just not like the best of friends. So yeah, I hope that you can get to that point because it's so freeing. It's so liberating to be like, you know what? These people don't like me and that's okay. They're just not my people and I'll find my people and that will happen. And it can be met with a lot of loneliness. It can be met with sadness. But at the end of the day, you find your people, hopefully. Fingers crossed, you find your people very soon. But I just hope that if you are struggling with ego, first of all, you are not a bad person. I know it may have seemed like I kind of was hating on that a lot. And it's not even, I, I don't want that to come across that way. <laughs> I just want everybody to want to be better and I want everybody to want to help themselves. And so I hope that this episode helped you help yourself. So yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. And I hope that you will start or continue your growth journey with me and maybe I will do more video episodes. We will see. I'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> Bye.